I'd like to start by making a couple of observations about the findings, and then for those of you who are following along with the slides, I'll walk through the slides and be referencing um, some of the specific findings <coughs> that are depicted graphically uh, on the slides that you can find on SIA's website. So just to give um, a kind of an overall perspective uh, on these findings, uh, a couple of comments. First, as Roan has already um, alluded to or underscored, there is really an array of very positive, very favorable findings here um, on a variety of measures, uh, from, uh, uh, including voters' perceptions of solar energy, their impressions of the uh, solar industry, the importance that they attach to development and expansion of solar, and um, also government policy. Uh, toward uh, promoting solar energy. And I say that because I think it's, uh, or I, I make that as the first point, I think it's very important that these findings are very robust and consistent in identifying a number of measures on which voters are extremely supportive um, and favorable towards uh, solar. From a, from a polling or analytic perspective, we do look for that consistency in the data, and we certainly find it here. The second point that I'd make is um, that there is really, and, and Rhoda alluded, alluded to this as well, there's really a broad support and the breadth of the constituency and the um, support around solar is impressive in these findings. We are at a time in uh, the political cycle where we are very focused on uh, partisan divisions and uh, Democrats and Republicans and independents and all different kinds of demographic groups. But this is an area uh, around which uh, voters are very united. They're much more unified in their feelings about solar than there are uh, uh, big cleavages or big divisions between different audiences. And that's something that's both important and also, um, I think, very unusual. The third point uh, that I, I'd make from the data is uh, that um, the favorable views that voters have about solar really translates very directly into support for government policy around the development and expansion of solar energy. And that is not uh, an automatic or, uh, or uh, obvious uh, uh, jump to make. There are many things that voters like and feel good about that they still don't want to see government have a role in. Uh, when we uh, overlay uh, voters' feelings about the role of government, that translation uh, from being supportive or feeling favorable about an industry or about something uh, specific in terms of issues does not automatically uh, imply or mean that voters are going to be equally receptive to government policy in that area, but that very much is the case here. And we, again, we have some very specific measures uh, to show you or to demonstrate the breadth of that support. And then finally, uh, I, I think what stands out from this data is that uh, voters' uh, favorable feelings uh, toward solar are really grounded and rooted in some specific uh, impressions that they have around solar. So this is not uh, the case where uh, voters are um, favorable because they're, un they're uninformed or they're operating in a vacuum or making uh, false assumptions. There are some very specific attributes that voters uh, 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 lean onto when 
they uh, discuss their favorable feelings of solar, and that connection and that grounding is really important and I think has a lot to say about um, the stability of these findings. So with those initial observations, I'd like to walk through the data specifically. I'll be referencing the uh, slides that are available, as Ron mentioned, on the website. And uh, in the lower left column of each slide, there is a, um, a small uh, white number in white. And I'll just make reference to the slide number that I'm talking about so that you can follow along. So turning to slide two, which provides a summary of the research methodology, let me just say how we conducted the poll. This was an online survey of 1,200 likely voters. It was a national survey, but we had a particular focus and interest in uh, swing voters, and so we did an oversample of 200 swing voters. And um, when you combine the 200 oversample with the swing voters that we got from the main sample, we have a very robust group of 762 swing voters to look at, and so uh, those findings uh, provide uh, some additional uh, consistency and reliability. I will make uh, just a point about how we're defining swing voters in the context of this survey. We ask uh, uh, respondents and uh, how they have voted uh, historically, and anyone who is a uh, pretty regular party line voter is not a swing voter. Instead, swing voters are uh, ticket splitters and those who say that they vote, vote, that they vote frequently for candidates from both political parties. And as you can see here, the findings are uh, very uh, fresh. We were in the field in the first week of September and um, very excited that this is uh, the day that we're able to, uh, to, to share the findings. I will move now to uh, slide number three to give you a sense of uh, the consensus that we start with uh, in this country around solar when we ask voters how important they uh, believe it is for uh, the United States to develop and use solar power. You get really um, almost a unanimous verdict here when you take uh, the voters who say, uh, who respond that it's very important and somewhat important uh, on the left, that's the uh, the uh, uh, pie chart for all voters, that's 92% when you combine the uh, darker blue and the lighter blue. And then among swing voters, this holds up uh, as well. 93% of swing voters say it's very important or somewhat important to do. Uh, and this, as I mentioned earlier, also holds up very strongly across party lines. 98% of Democrats, 95% of independents, 84% of Republicans. So um, solar being uh, an important issue to the country is something uh, around which there is a broad and almost unanimous agreement. Turning to the next slide, which is slide four, just to give you a sense uh, that um, energy issues are very much a part of the dialogue in this election season. We're heading into the first debate tonight and heading into the final month of the presidential campaign. We know this has been a campaign uh, and an election that's revolved around, uh, the, around jobs and the economy, and so we sort of put that issue aside, acknowledging that voters uh, put that kind of in a tier onto its own. But what you see here is that uh, energy uh, concerns and issues are very much in the mix. 
along with education, along with uh, concerns about the environment, with 74% of voters saying that uh, issues uh, and policy related to uh, uh, energy is either one of the two or three most important issues to them or a very important issue to them as they think about the and evaluate the candidates uh, for uh, election in November. And then turning to the next slide, which on the lower left is slide five, this I think is one of the most kind of most impressive uh, findings in the data. This is um, demonstrates the really hugely uh, positive feelings that voters across every demographic and attitudinal subgroup have to towards solar energy. In fact, we put. Uh, various uh, uh, energy sources on this, what is traditionally known as kind of a feeling thermometer. You see this a lot around, at this time of year, around the presidential candidates. So we put these various energy sources on a feeling thermometer. Solar energy is at the very top, uh, with 85% of voters expressing a favorable uh, impression of solar energy. Again, this extends across uh, demographic and attitudinal groups. So it's 94% of Democrats, 75% of independents, uh, I'm sorry, 75% of Republicans, 89% of independents, and 87% of swing voters. This is, with each of those audiences, solar is the energy source for which to, uh, about which they are most favorable. And while there are certainly other favorable uh, uh, energy sources uh, on this list, including wind power and hydropower and natural gas, none of them rival or quite rival the uh, favorable feelings that there are uh, around, uh, around solar. So at an 85% favorable and just 4% unfavorable ratio, that's just, uh, you know, really uh, a very rare and I think very uh, enviable feeling thermometer score, whether this is for a candidate or for an industry, um, this is really something that's uh, unusual uh, in, in terms of our findings. The next slide is uh, slide uh, six in the lower left-hand corner. I referenced earlier that one of the things that really stands out and uh, sets this data apart is the extent to which voters' favorable feelings towards solar translate very directly into support for government, uh, federal government doing more to promote solar. And you see here there's an overwhelming majority, seven in 10 voters, say when we present them with the options that federal government should be doing more to promote solar power, not less, which is, stands at just 14% in the red, or even continuing uh, its current approach uh, to uh, solar power development, which is in the yellow at 16%. Looking over to the right, you see that those numbers hold up among swing voters, and then uh, with the uh, box toward the bottom, you see that this also holds up, again, across party lines with um, Democrats and independents most enthusiastic at 83% and 80% uh, respectively. But even a 50% majority of Republicans say that the federal government should be doing more to promote uh, solar power. And uh, I just will reference another question that we asked in the survey, which is available in the top line uh, document that is on the website. We did not do a chart for every single question that we asked, um, but the consistency here is 
uh, very impressive. When we asked a, a separate question about whether the federal government is currently uh, too involved, not involved enough, or striking about the right balance in terms of promoting and developing solar power, we had 69% of voters say that the federal government is not, do, is not involved enough in promoting solar power, and that's 69% uh, in the question for which we didn't develop a, a, a chart mirrors almost exactly the 70% that you see on this chart uh, who say that, the, uh, that we should be doing, that the federal government should be doing more to promote solar power. So that, that consistency, again, I just want to underscore because it's uh, a very important part of this story. And then turning to the next slide, slide seven, um, again, this is another example of the enthusiasm and the translation uh, from having a, a, a from this overwhelmingly favorable view of solar to really uh, support for specific government policy around solar. Solar is the energy source that voters are most uh, excited and uh, eager to see government support through uh, through uh, tax uh, subsidies and through financial incentives. When we uh, allow voters in the survey to identify which energy sources they want to see the federal government uh, being involved with and being supportive of. Solar leads the list. 64%, uh, almost two-thirds of voters say that uh, the federal government should be involved in uh, providing support uh, uh, to solar, and while there are other sources here, um, the only other one that receives uh, a majority of support is wind power, 57% of voters uh, say that. Um, and just to give you a sense, again, this is in the top line document that you can take a look at. We asked this question in a slightly different way when we uh, uh, asked voters to choose which one energy source they would be most uh, eager to see uh, federal government develop uh, policies to support. And solar stands out uh, even more strongly when voters are asked to identify just one energy source. In fact, 40% of voters choose solar as the one energy source, and the next closest is wind at 17%. So um, really, this is, a, um, this is a, a very powerful finding. And then on the next slide, which is slide eight, uh, again, another example of how voters are enthusiastic about supporting and, and government policy around solar development. We asked voters specifically in the survey whether uh, we should be providing tax credits and financial incentives. And you see overwhelmingly uh, on the left among all voters, 78%, so more than three in four uh, uh, voters overall say that we should be doing this. Just 22% say we should not. When you look at swing voters over on the right, it's uh, an equally high 79%. And again, the box in the um, middle, uh, 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 on the, in the um, uh, lower part of the chart, shows this by, party, by uh, partisan identification. And what is so impressive here is that a majority of Democrats, Independents, and Republicans actually agree on this as a priority for uh, the federal government. And there are not many issues that we are looking at in this election season where Democrats, Independents, and Republicans all agree 
that there um, should be a specific role for federal government. But it, here, it is the case. It's especially true among Democrats at 91% and independents. But to have 63%, uh, still an overwhelming majority of Republicans agreeing on this issue, uh, really speaks to the, to the power of the um, of this sentiment here. And then turning to the next slide, which is slide nine. <coughs> Voters' favorable and positive impressions of solar are very much uh, grounded and rooted in specific attributes that they uh, connect and associate with solar energy. That's very important um, from our perspective analytically because we know that that consistency uh, in attitudes is rooted in voters having some specificity to their, uh, to their favorable views. And here what you see rising to the top is uh, uh, voters associating solar with being good for the environment and with it helping to reduce our dependence on foreign oil. Those two um, attributes are especially strong when you look at the dark blue, which is uh, kind of the intensity, the measure of intensity, where half or more of voters say that that is definitely true and definitely a benefit of solar. There are certainly other benefits here that are strong, including um, reducing the cost of electricity, being good for uh, the economy and for jobs, and also in terms of being, afforda uh, being affordable for customers. So there are a number of advantages, but really um, the two that stand out with a lot of intensity, I think, help carry this issue and really define, uh, uh, define voters' uh, favorable uh, perceptions of solar. On the next chart, which is slide 10, any, uh, I think, good research project seeks to look not just at um, strengths of a particular uh, issue or industry, but also identifies challenges or areas of, of some vulnerability. I would say here, um, unequivocally, the strengths and advantages that voters associate with solar far outweigh any concerns that they have, but um, we do uh, uh, want to point this out in terms of uh, areas around which there are still there is still some confusion or some ambivalence for uh, for some voters, and those uh, those concerns really revolve around two specific areas. One is affordability and expense, and um, the second is around practicality. Those are the only two issues that um, really kind of rise to the top. And you see, again, the, the um, dark red shows the intensity. And in the last slide, when we were at sort of 65 and 50% uh, intensity, here we're at a much lower intensity, so these concerns uh, are um, much uh, uh, diminished compared to the advantages, but it is an important uh, note for uh, the industry to make in terms of communicating its story to, that there is uh, still um, some lingering concern around uh, affordability and around practicality. And I think uh, Roan and others can discuss some of the messages uh, that um, uh, that they are prepared for to educate voters around enhanced technology that improve practicality and reduce costs and efficiency that also really help with affordability. 
And then finally, I'll just take you to the last two slides. Um, the final takeaway is to reiterate or summarize what we've covered, that really uh, voters across the political spectrum support solar and want to see continued uh, government policy that encourages and uh, promotes the development of solar. This is not just uh, a, a very popular view, it's also a very uh, broadly held view at a time when uh, there is less agreement rather than more in the country about priorities and especially around priorities for the federal government. This is an area around which there is um, really remarkable and unusual consensus. Um, uh, the extent to which voters agree that government should be providing tax credits and financial incentives is also uh, an extremely strong point of consensus. And one of the things um, I think that's also been uh, a goal of this project is to demonstrate the consistency with which these evaluations and perceptions have held up over uh, several years. The industry has been involved in benchmarking this, and despite a news environment that has, frankly, not always been uh, uh, so favorable to solar or to clean energy, um, these levels of support remain consistently high and have not uh, inflicted any, uh, uh, any real measurable drop in support uh, among voters. And then finally, uh, just to reiterate, that voters also come to this with some real kind of knowledge, understanding, and awareness of the advantages of solar, and I think that's what helps contribute or, uh, to the consistency that voters are, that are not willing to change their minds dramatically in the face of maybe a news cycle that is uh, less than favorable because these advantages that they ascribe to solar are very strong and very rooted and very specific and that also I think makes this data unusual uh, and really stand out. <laughs>